0: Hey my friends, welcome to Sort of Brilliant, a show where the characters are made up and the sorting absolutely does matter. My name is Rachel. And I'm her best friend and co-host, Lauren. Every other week, we're going to
1: invade a fandom and determine whether your favorite character belongs in Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, or Slytherin.
0: We're the Harry Potter podcast that talks way more about any other franchise.
1: Here we use the sorting structure from Harry Potter as a common language without supporting the author or her beliefs. As for the sorting itself, there's bound to be some arguments along the way.
0: But in the end, we're always right. According to us. Uh, According to us. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Oh yeah, (laughs) it's time. It's February. It's Friends February. Here we go. I know, I know that everyone likes to bully every millennial for saying Friends is one of their favorite shows. And I know it's dated and sometimes a little cringe, but I can't let it go. I love Friends. So Lauren agreed so kindly to dedicate a whole month to friends with me because she knew it would make me happy. Hi, Lauren.
1: I live to make you happy. Hey, Rachel. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking, I actually
1: listened to our Twilight episode last night, which we build as a Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. So it's like Friends is Valentine's Day, I guess. Oh my
0: God, is Friends just like, I'm sorry, is February just like my month? I get yeah. everything I want in February. <laughs> I got Twilight, I'm getting Friends. Look at me, every cringe thing you can mock me for. Amazing. I'm very upset. Um, and I'll tell you why after we introduce Trisha. Hi, Trisha. She's our special guest. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited you're here. I
2: am so excited uh-huh. to talk about friends. Yeah. Trisha <laughs> Trisha's I was really
1: uh,
2: a sought-after podcast guest, so very popular. <laughs> I'm
1: extremely happy to have snapped her up.
0: I'm gonna have so many people coming at me after this because I turned down so many before you. You gotta tell them talk about friends. Then that's how you get me. <laughs> that's how you get me. You're right. Yeah. Well, I was upset we'll because now and Netflix be like, we'll is officially friends friends
1: fan fiction, Trisha. But Netflix
0: has taken everything good off. So, like Friends is gone, and now they removed Twilight too. This you month, say that they like it's Twilight. Netflix's choice. It's it is, good. and it's their fault, and I will blame them. I blame them with you. Thank you. Horrible of them. You have HBO Max. I I know. I watched Friends all last year on that. I tried to, <laughs> so I did a whole rewatch to get to the reunion. You know what? I should have watched <sighs> the reunion. I didn't. It's what? good. I know. I didn't. It's really good. I hope Jennifer Aniston... Um, Is happy in every moment, every waking moment of her life. I did
1: read about Matthew Perry and his uh, problems because I didn't know about Mm -hmm. them. And people were like talking after the reunion. And I did read a whole timeline of Jennifer
0: Aniston and like maybe she's getting back together with With Brad. Brad No, not David Schwimmer. Oh my God, don't talk about Brad Pitt. (laughs) He's now burned two of the most beautiful women I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. Okay,
2: but I have to say that like the Brad Pitt episode of Friends is one of my all time
0: favorite episodes. So good. The We Hate Rachel Green Club. It's they had so, so many,
1: so many famous people on that show.
0: Yep. He's re- so he's really funny. actually very funny. John
1: McLean was on that show. He was. He okay, was, can um, you tell Elizabeth me who dad. that is? It's uh, um,
2: Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Oh. He was Elizabeth's, Elizabeth's dad. Yeah, he dad. Well, I, I'm like, can you tell me in the
0: context of friends, but Bruce Willis, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. They had a lot of people on there. It's so funny. We were re-watching Harry Potter once, and my husband goes, That guy, he's watching Sirius Black. He's like, that guy looks like the guy that spits on Joey. Isn't that so weird? And I'm like, that's him. (laughs) That's literally him. (laughs) And he's like, the guy that did the incident on like this? And I'm like, yeah, that's Gary Oldman. Oh,
2: my God. God. I never put that together until this moment.
0: Really? Yes. Well, that might be a symptom of your house, which my husband shares with you. (laughs) OMG. My mind is blown right now. That's so funny. Every time I need, I meet an, another one of you guys. I'm like, oh man, you're just like George. What am I? Why do you know this about me? <laughs> Wait, we'll get to that.
2: One. <laughs> <laughs> like, we will get there.
0: <laughs> we'll get there. All right. <laughs> uh, so okay, guest time. Time to go into work mode, Lauren. Work mode. <laughs> yeah, we we're being very organized here, guys. Oh yeah, very. I mean, logically followed place. episode
1: to start is where have we met trisha it will be no surprise to anybody that where all our guests come from is the supernatural fandom. That's right. we don't have any other friends i don't know what to tell the people who listen to this podcast
2: the fandom is very large it's not your fault
1: it is extremely
2: large i will give it that
1: and i think it's pretty it's pretty diverse yep like there are a lot of different people in it um and a lot I of have, good people. Yeah, and Trisha's up in um in Canada Land with the moose in the in the Mounties. But um, I have met her once at a convention, um, in line to meet Misha Collins, and he took fifty minutes to get into his cast costume. So
0: yeah, <laughs> we started... sat next
1: to each other for a long time. Mhm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Fifty minutes to put the trench coat on me.
1: He literally took that. Yeah, he. <laughs> like he was like one doing.
0: of the longest
2: lines I've ever been in in my entire life. Yeah. It got wow. to the point that I sat down on the hotel
1: floor cuz mm-hmm. I was oh my gosh tired.
2: Yeah, that and
0: tracks.
1: Yeah, it was also a magical experience cuz I like I knew Trisha but didn't really know Trisha. Mm-hmm. So we
0: were like How did you know mm-hmm. Trisha?
1: Well, we, like, you know, like Twitter,
0: but not Yeah, really I knew of each Twitter. other. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have that in common uh, my start with Trisha. I are going to meet of in uh, Twitter?
2: Uh, April. Are you <laughs> coming to Jersey? I am hoping as long as I can safely get from Canada yeah. to the United States. Yes, I
0: will be there. Oh, yay. I hope so. Everyone keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. You get vaccinated and, you know, let's go. Let's let's get it. Get this thing. Wear a mask. Yeah, boost it. Yep. I yep. can meet Tricia, please. <laughs> I actually requested Lauren to hunt Trisha down yeah, and ask is... if she would be part of this. Because in the Twitter sphere, even if you're not following someone, Twitter still likes to put their tweets on your timeline if a lot of your friends engage with them. And everybody engages with you, Trisha. <laughs> You're all over my timeline. I'm like, she likes friends a lot. Can you get her? She really, she really, really does. Me and my
2: sister, um, we must have watched the entire series multiple times together when we lived together, and then even after now, like we've moved out a long time ago, but we. Just randomly send each other texts with which episodes we happen to be watching, or a joke <laughs> that only we get because of Friends. And I'm, I'm yeah. a big fan. I can
0: relate everything back to Friends. Me too. It's one of the few things that relates me back to my family. Yeah, it's like one of the few things, the common things we can find. Because I mean, when did it come out? Ninety four.
2: I don't know. I think know. it ended in two
0: thousand two. So, I think it ended two thousand four, and it went ninety four to two thousand four. Yeah, oh. pretty sure. And it's one of those things I grew up watching with my it was one of the only shows everybody watched, and even when it was in, inappropriate for me at four years old to have <laughs> friends on the screen, it was there. So it's something the same thing. Me and my brother sending texts back and forth just like, Ross the divorce force and whatever, just <laughs> random stuff. Um, but it's a very unifying show that way. <laughs> I'm excited for
2: my uh, oldest Kaylee is ten. And I'm excited for her to get to the age where she wants to watch it with me because I feel like that's yeah. something that we will be able to watch together when she gets just a little bit older. So that will yeah. be fun to rewatch it with her for the first time.
0: Oh, oh that'll nice. be really fun. My yeah, mom rewatched to it. Tell with us, me like, when I rewatched to tell it, us, now. Like, mom, this is like really lame. What do you, <laughs> you think? This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, kids. So you're gonna love it too. Um, and I'm I'm like that a little bit with Harry Potter, and we like to ask our guests just to start out with, like, what is your experience with Harry Potter? Because this is technically a Harry Potter podcast that doesn't talk about Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Technically in the sense that we borrow words.
2: Right. (laughs) Um, I've read all of the books multiple times. Um, Actually, before I became obsessed with Supernatural, I would say Harry Potter was my biggest obsession. I would read the books every year. I would start uh, January and then reread them every year. But I actually haven't reread them in about, four years um but we have recently watched all of the movies with my children and uh kaylee has been getting the illustrated versions of the books for christmas uh since she was little so she just got the newest one that just came out for christmas uh so we reread them together did this one come out uh i believe so it was like sixty dollars
0: um, if it did come out, ball. it's not in Costco, and I'm going to be pissed, because yeah, I don't drop the down. ball, I guess that's for me, as a gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, Kaylee the, I'm trying to do the exact same thing as you, like, yeah. my, my daughter's only five, so no Harry Potter yet, but I want to introduce her through the illustrated versions, too, so I've been collecting them. We started, Kaylee, her
2: first one when she was seven.
0: Yeah, that feels like a good age.
2: Yeah, that's and amazing. she loved it, she, and... I thought we, we would get to the point where it was only like the illustrated books that she would yeah. read them as they came out. But she got so into it that my husband just read them to her like from the beginning all the way through. So she's also read all of the Harry Potter books at least wow. three times.
0: I love that. Do you have her sorted? Well, she's 10. So technically a um, lot of
2: she dance. has. <laughs> yeah, she's self sorted as a Ravenclaw. And uh, nice. I, I, I feel that is the right choice. <laughs> yeah. She yep. did
0: a good job. <laughs> he did. Well, I <laughs> from your tweets, which is how I sort everybody Rachel on Twitter. I Ian told was like, Lauren, Is
1: Trisha a Ravenclaw? <laughs> I
0: was like, <laughs> Yes, she is. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. You you did. You got me. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I definitely I can I can I understand the Ravenclaw vibes while well. I you married. You sure one. you just didn't see Trisha tweeting about being a Ravenclaw because she does that? No. <laughs> no, I really did it. That's funny though. No, just from the like, just from your overall vibe. Listen, that's how I sort It's through the vibes. I'm down. That's how she sorts. Get the Ravenclaw vibe from you, which I, I usually can clock a Ravenclaw, not so much a Hufflepuff. They're an enigma to me. I'm that fight
1: that we had hasn't happened yet in our podcast universe where you're which like, fun? this guy's a Ravenclaw because of vibes.
0: <laughs> I should just start admitting it because our last episode, we got into a real big fight. No, it's a, an upcoming episode. Well, well, in our last one, we got into a big fight, and I just like we did not want it, to admit it's it. We recorded it. coming out in March. Yeah. Our previous next whatever. Listen, in no, the it's coming out in March. In, we recorded we record it already. Record, it was, the last it was when we recorded. Haley. Yeah, Last one we recorded, we got into a big argument about it. And for me, really, it truly was, he's a Ravenclaw because of the vibes. <laughs> and I can't say that with Lauren because she needs me to explain further, and sometimes because I Because I was giving you evidence. But, and you were like, evidence yeah, really but I'm your evidence really outweighs vibes.
1: Evidence and I'm just vibing,
0: <laughs> vibes <laughs> and evidence, and the vibes are not off. So you know, rough. It gets rough out here sometimes, but that's I, I love that your kids are getting into Harry, into Harry Potter enough to be sorting themselves. Yes, my son Tucker has uh, self declared as a Gryffindor,
2: and yeah, uh, Tucker. Oh yeah, yeah, and I was thinking about it because they just got their second vaccines on Thursday. And mm-hmm. he nice. was the brave one who was like, he's younger, but he's like, okay, Kaylee, I'll go first. I'll show you. Totally fine. Sat down, took that shot like a pro. He took and I was responsibility. Like, it's brave. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's great. We we welcome Tucker to the Gryffindor fold. Oh, sure. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's tough sometimes because you're like, you gotta wait until they're older to really sort them. I mean, for people like me and Lauren who kind of obsessively do this, and with my five year old, I'm like. <laughs> I gotta do it. I'm I'm getting vibes. The story with (laughs) Mia is really funny because you've been telling me a vibe forever and we just had that conversation where you were like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's in the one house I don't truly fundamentally understand, which is going to be, you know. She, since Mia, but Mia was like, a baby and then
1: like three years old. And she was like, I think he is one of yours. And I was like, you cannot tell me that this three-year-old is a Slytherin. Like you have to wait. She's like, I'm just getting vibes. I was like, you have to wait. I'm and now she's vibes. like, now she's talking and has a personality. And I just visited in December and we were talking. I was like, Rachel, <laughs> she's given me, I'm like, she's given me Hufflepuff.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. It would be so cosmically funny if she was a Hufflepuff. And then I went, I went like, w- wait a minute. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm never going to get this kid. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's she's leaning towards the puffs. But well, we'll see. Yeah. There's time.
1: Well, yep. Rachel's husband has a has doesn't understand Hufflepuffs either. So and that's he feels the
0: same way about me.
1: So he's like, he's like, I don't know. <laughs>
0: we both correctly sort everybody except Hufflepuffs usually. <laughs> and We're like, oh, we don't know what they are. They're probably Hufflepuffs. So,
1: but you still correctly sort them because you're like, I don't know.
0: So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thank you for giving me that.
2: <laughs> I'm happy to hear that's kind of how you work the Hufflepuff thing, because. Um, I was talking to my boss about doing this podcast. He's also a Harry Potter fan. And that's what he was like, well, what are Hufflepuffs? I'm like, they're just like the rest.
0: <laughs> 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 you don't know where they go. You're like, oh, no, you're Hufflepuff. <laughs>
2: no! <laughs>
0: the, well, the thing is, is we have uh, Ravenclaws and Slytherins are very logic based and Gryffindors and Hufflepuffs are very emotion based. And you'd think me being a very intense, emotional person, I'd understand another emotional house. But I don't because, yeah, they're emotional, but in such a different way than I am. So I can never understand why. I'm like, y'all getting mad about that?
1: I can't I can't get past how good a satire a Harry Potter musical is. Because
0: I keep coming back sure. to that
1: line where Dumbledore's like, oh, I put the bad guys in a Slytherin, I put the good guys in a, uh, in a Gryffindor, and then everybody else can go wherever the hell they want. I don't, don't <laughs> know. Like, yeah.
0: Well, I like to tell the story that I always wanted to be Ravenclaw super bad to the point that like my handles on everything, even my like current Apple gamer tag, whatever, is Ray Venclaw means <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. I was like, I want what was to was your handle this when I met else? you in Twitter? Yeah, I was Ravenclaw on Twitter. and very quickly in talking to Lauren and talking about the science of sorting, we were of sorting, we like, were of hmm, maybe perhaps not. a <laughs> identity bit change.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, with me, I was like, Rachel, I, I I'm a slytherin. Like i a Slytherin. Like, I a getting Gryffindor on the tests, but I, think I I'm a I'm like, a week Within was a like, yeah, you was a Yeah, you slytherin very
0: Slytherin. Every <laughs> Slytherin though, have ever met, though. Is so proud about it. Like from the jump, they're like, "I I read the books, I saw the movies, I'm very into it." Yeah, I'm a Slytherin, and then they they say it to you, like, "So you want to fight?" <laughs> <laughs> they're ready to go, and they love it. Every and and all my closest friends are Slytherins. I'm like surrounded over here. I can
2: I went from telling my boss that I thought he was Slyver- Slytherin, and he was like insulted and like, "How could you say that?" And then yeah. within like the span of the conversation, he's like. You know, I think you're right. I think I am Slytherin. And like, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Our, our, my close
1: personal friend was offended, but then I told him I was a Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he was like,
0: oh, shit. Look, you got to explain it correctly because people get the, the terrible version of Slytherins from the books. You have to look deeper. Yep. Look deeper. Yeah. Um. The book's the good, good house. And the author is shit
1: and didn't do a good job with anything.
0: So. Yeah. Like, look at her. She's a Hufflepuff. So You're if you want saying. to be like, oh, oh sorry, they're nice, toes. <laughs> oh, okay. are like... they? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> There's good and bad people everywhere, man. But we're taking the good and rolling with it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here on this bucket, yeah. Which I don't want to give up, so don't make me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we already talked about how you guys are with friends. So
1: I'll just say real quickly that I didn't grow up watching Friends. At least not that I remember. Because um, I would have been... In fourth grade when it ended. Um, so, what age a is a Ten? You're infant. Like that. Yeah, I know. Well, I was 14 when <laughs> no, it ended. No, she was, yeah, she was a little older. I was like ten. Um, so, I... Probably didn't watch it live, but I absolutely watch it syndicated. Like, I saw it on TBS, Yes, yeah. saw it on it's everywhere. I saw it on TNT. And so when we were going to do this, I was like, I'm going to rewatch the whole thing. And Rachel's like, oh, my God, you haven't seen it? And I was like, I probably have, but like <laughs> out of order over the course of like six years. So I was like, I want right. to watch it through correctly. So that's what I did. How did you find your rewatch experience? It was pretty good. I mean, it was really easy to get through. I yeah, did it in... Quick. Yeah, like three weeks. And that was just watching a couple episodes after work each week. But... It's so funny, isn't it? It's
2: so funny. Was it is pretty funny. Was there some episodes that you hadn't seen that like, because you were kind of under the, under the impression that you thought you saw the ball. So was there some that jumped out and you were like, wow, were, I don't think I've seen this one.
1: There were only one or two that I was like, hmm. But everything else, like I was like, I like I vividly remember the Thanksgiving with the football game. Like that's an yeah. episode that I remember really well. Um, And I was like waiting for that one to come up. I remember the Thanksgiving with the the thing that Rachel makes the um the trifle trifle tri- 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 yeah yeah I remember right. that one vividly but I was like I was like obviously I know these ones because they're probably like the most popular ones right the and so ones that they ship. get syndi- yeah syndicated a lot but but yeah no there were only one or two that I was like I don't know that I've seen this before and I'll also say doing the rewatch the flashback episodes they do get really really annoying because yep. they just show the scenes over and over again. And I'm like, I literally just when saw this happen. When you're doing a rewatch, you can't. You got to skip those. I, yeah. Yeah, I watched them
0: because they were in between parts. But like, they were they so like good live. Minutes you have to understand, Fly. like, as a child of the 90s, they were so good live. Because you hadn't seen them. When you couldn't them, go stream well, shit. Yeah. You couldn't rewatch them. So you yeah. get a flashback. You'd be like, oh, remember with that happened? <laughs> yep. And now we skip right through it. We're like, oh, my God. Syndication is dead. Like, we're just screaming out here. <laughs> But yeah, that's so. F- it's something that I didn't even think about until I was rewatching it too, and I'm like, George, maybe we just skip this one. Like, yeah. literally just watched this. Like, happen. I literally saw this just happen. Yeah, yeah. It's a product of its time, in many ways, <laughs> but it's still. I think the good parts of it still hold up, and I can't let it go. And I won't. It's not
1: it as tone deaf as Sex in the City has turned out to be. True. Yeah.
2: Anyone watching the new one? Yep. No, but I've been reading articles. <laughs> Trisha, how are you feeling about the new one? Um, the first episode and a half, I found incredibly cringy, as if yep. they were like constantly trying to remind us how old they were. But like <laughs> we could see it, so like we know. Um, right. <laughs> but as it's kept going, I find myself like I did get sucked into it, and uh, there are still some cheesy moments. But overall, I think I think it's. Just as watchful
0: as the original. Yeah, i f- I found like I'm nonstop cringing. Like a lot of it is very like we're we're woke. Did you know we're woke?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm
0: like, all right, but that's not enough to like. At least you're you're trying. That's great. Um, and there are parts that are entertaining. I don't know. It might be the pull of something that I loved once as a youth. I can <laughs> I, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> needs more Samantha though.
2: I agree, and they back. like. There's some characters that like they have not done anything good. Like
0: poor steve oh uh, yeah S- steve has just always deserved better
2: he has i agree i just watched this and i'm like man like they made him like a running joke with the i know that he's like losing his hearing and that he's like an old um like you know like brooklyn
0: kind of yeah. guy
2: like that that was his charm and they i feel like they they kind of took it from him
0: so that sucks for I him know. but no and they made Brady such a little jerk. Oh yeah, what the hell is Brady's problem? Yeah, and, it's
1: Miranda's fault. Well, and it's like probably Miranda's, Miranda's fault. Miranda,
0: <laughs>
2: as a parent though, like from the be- like the early show, like she never would have let her kid turn out like that.
0: Nope. So very strange. There, yeah, there's some some strange things. I don't done.
1: think Miranda
2: would have should have cheated. She was so pissed when
1: Steve did uh, it to her, and like I don't know what's happening
0: now. Yeah, I
2: know. I'm with you on that one. I don't think anybody who's ever been cheated on would then be the cheater.
1: No. Especially after taking that person back. Like yeah. maybe, yeah, but
0: I don't know, whatever. Her character's becoming a, a mess real quick for me. Yep. And I'm like, bring bring Samantha in here. She's the <laughs> only mess who did mess correctly. I agree. And we loved and respected but it. But that Thank actress
1: you. deserves better, so. I know. I know. we have to live
0: without her. But I don't want to. So maybe- <laughs> Give her her own show, like Joey got, that I didn't I watch. Would, even I, because no, because the Joey show's terrible, that's why. <laughs> I didn't watch it either. Awful. I was like,
1: would this help me sort of Joey? And then I read the synopsis, and I was like, no. no.
0: I'm not going to watch that. Nope, NBC just didn't want to let it go. And um, he was the only one that was like, I'll come back and do a whole thing. And it was bad. It always and, is. Um,
1: I. It also, reading the synopsis, fell out of character for his house. So I was like, mm. I'm just not going to. Call this canon.
0: Well, let's get into who we're sorting today. So we had to divvy this up, right? We can't do all six in one.
1: So we, we could, but it decide. would be not
0: as fun. Yeah,
1: it's not as fun. Or it would be five uh, hours and Hannah would
0: kill us. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, We have on the docket today, Ross Chandler and Joey. Yay! The boys. The boys. The boys are friends. I... Really didn't care how we mixed this up, how we did it. I love all of them. I mean, I have my favorites. Let's do um, who's your top three, Trisha? my top three of the three yeah. boys <laughs> of the no, 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 of all six, who's your top three characters?
2: Oh man, uh Chandler's really up there for me, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go like Chandler, Phoebe, and Joey,
1: fair lauren it's chandler phoebe and probably rachel Mm.
0: wow you're only gonna hate me (laughs) don't say ross do not chandler rachel ross chandler rachel ross (laughs) i can't believe you just said ross i love him so much um i know that he can be terrible but i love him i love terrible people in media (laughs) In media, okay, okay. Trisha, I before you w- came
1: into this room, uh, Rachel and I were having a legitimate argument about how I think Ross is a horrible, terrible person, and she's she like, I'm going beat you up. Person. I'm going to beat you up. He's I, not
2: a bad
0: person. I'm sorry, but I'm with Lauren on this one.
2: <laughs> she was I, like, Trisha's going
0: to be with be, you, and I'm going to be mad. I will be on Team Ross over here, <laughs> and I don't care. All by yourself you know in why? the corner. <laughs> because he's hilarious, that's why. Can you make me laugh? Yeah? No one makes me laugh harder, except Chandler. I will say that, like, I know Lauren
2: said she didn't watch the reunion, but, like, because I disliked Ross so much as a character, I was <laughs> so surprised by how likable David Schwimmer was. He's <laughs> wonderful.
0: I was He's, like, like He's a really a good person. There.
1: Yes! I know him from Madagascar. He plays oh, yeah? the giraffe.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, so then you two would say your least favorite is Ross of the Six? Yeah. Yes. Mm, my least favorite is Joey of the Six. Joey's
1: Sorry. a close fourth <laughs> for me, and then Monica, and it's not because I dislike Monica, it's just because I like the others more.
2: I don't I'm dislike I'm still reeling from the Joey hate.
0: <laughs> I don't hate him. I don't hate him. Just if I had to line them up, I'm going to just say it, okay? When they have a dumb dumb character, I don't like it. So like SpongeBob, right? I loved SpongeBob as a kid. I hated Patrick Star viscerally. Like I would leave the room in Patrick-centric. Up. I don't like it when they have a character that's like, just dumber for the jokes. I don't know when they do that to Joey a lot. And then also he came between my ships. So as a child, there was this like visceral hatred. Um, sorry. Tricia, did you like Joey it. and Rachel? Oh, no.
1: Okay.
2: Was that your yeah, ship? I didn't like that. I
1: didn't. know. No, hers is Ross and Rachel, but Joey oh, okay. got between
2: it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Ross and Rachel. Yay. <laughs> so we do agree on something. Well, they were my first ship, Trisha.
0: I think, I think I'm with you. I think they were my first two. Yeah, they're the first two I ever like really wanted to be in love. And I followed it through for 10 freaking years for a payoff. And they tried to shoo that Joey thing in at the end. And I was like, you do it. You do it. And I'll burn you down NBC. I'll burn it down. <laughs> at 14, I'll go with gasoline. So, so you're I'm always very passionate. passionate. <laughs> I surely was. <laughs> uh, So I definitely do not hate Joey. I don't hate any of them. But I guess he's just the one that. He's like, he's there sometimes for me, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I will say the bottom used to be Phoebe for me. I did not get her as a child. I didn't understand half the jokes they were writing for her. So I never really understood Phoebe's her. Amazing. And then as I got older and like into later in my teen years and adult years, I was like, oh, she's wonderful. I love Phoebe. Phoebe <laughs> is
2: fantastic for being so unapologetically Phoebe. I yeah. I can't wait to talk about it's Phoebe, because we were
1: towards the end of the rewatch, and I looked at my mom, and I was like, Phoebe is just, like, whatever life wants to throw at her. she's re- She loves it. She's ready mm-hmm. for it. I love
0: mm-hmm. her. Oh, I want Lisa Kudrow just go got her. She, oh, yeah. She did. She I just got I her. Like at
1: that. There was the one joke. I mean, she talks about her mom all the time, and how her mom's dead, but she just, like, yeah. in the later episodes, um I think it's when they wanted, yeah, it's Monica's bridesmaid or whatever and uh like
0: dead mom card yeah yeah
1: she's she, like well well, my mom's dead and she did and Rachel's like you can't use that to get the last muffin and to be the prize. <laughs> she's like oh did I already <laughs> use that
0: today okay that's fair the, the best is when she finds out her grandma with the Nestle Tollhouse recipe and she's like and I know she's just looking up at us and she, looking up do you mean looking down no she's definitely in hell <laughs>
1: But this episode isn't about Phoebe, as much as I, I can't wait to talk
0: uh, about Phoebe. Yeah, I can't wait either. Um, But yeah, we'll do the boys first and we'll save the best for last mm-hmm. because the girls, we love the girls. But notice we all did say Chandler as number one. We all have taste. We sure do. Chandler is a timeless character who we can all relate to in certain ways, I think. <laughs> I really, really relate to Chandler. I make jokes, but um, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So, Lauren, who are we sorting first? I who had Ross, but first? if you
1: want to talk about Chandler, we can do Chandler.
0: No, let's get Ross out of the way because, uh, <laughs> you know, he's divisive. <laughs> so, let's <laughs> get him out of the way here. <laughs> I want to say I don't condone all of Ross's behavior. I don't agree with all of his behavior, but I understand it, especially through the lens of his house. Mm-hmm. And he, oh, God, he's so funny. God. Mm-hmm. Like Trisha gets to sort first. plays him so funny. You cannot deny that Ross had you crying with laughter at certain points. You can't. Don't lie to me. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, good. I agree.
1: I mean, he was a very physical actor, so that
0: was funny. He really was. Yeah. Those leather pants, huh? (laughs) The leather pants, yes. (laughs) I remember when those were kind of popping, when those were popular. (laughs) like The leather pants look was trying to come back at some point, maybe early 2000s, a little bit with Buffy. Uh, She had red leather pants and it was like a thing coming back. But I remember seeing them in stores in, like, limited, two, which should not have been selling leather pants for children. And being like, no, because I remember Ross couldn't get them off. I can't.
2: <laughs> if you sweat your
0: toast. <laughs> yeah, forget it. Oh, my God. I, All right, well, I Ross. thought a lot about
2: Ross. And, again, it could be the whole, like, negative connotations kind of thing because I don't like him. But my initial thought was Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Why are
1: Slytherins a negative connotation?
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's the whole because Draco was mostly a bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he maybe.
1: was,
0: but yeah. <laughs> he's not the only Slytherin, you know.
1: I know. I mean, <laughs> the source material doesn't give many good ones, but
0: <laughs> and Lauren is evil. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If anybody was unaware, <laughs> I think I think he's he's
2: calculating, and I think that he and again I could be wrong that this is a Slytherin trait, but. I find that he's very selfish. Yeah, he is.
1: No, that is, is also southern trait. That can okay. be a
2: southern yeah. trait.
0: Well, uh, we agree. When
1: you make oh. it a whole personality, <laughs> especially.
0: <laughs> it is kind of, yeah. Ross's selfishness is pretty much like a consistent thing all ten seasons. Yeah. It really very yeah.
1: Every single thing that happens, it's how is this affecting me? And how
0: is it affecting me uh-huh. negatively? Most of uh-huh. all. <laughs> like, well, he likes to feel sorry for <laughs> he himself. Does. Agree. He does. Yeah. He absolutely does. And he's also incredibly self-destructive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, incredibly self-destructive. But if I look for like my one other Ross fan out there who might be <laughs> um, he's got some good parts to him that are like indicative of his house. I, okay? okay, so Rachel, let me give you this first.
1: I will say okay. that the best, what I think the best parts of Ross is when he was made fun of. For like the shit, and he he's like, yeah, you're right. That like, and he and he joins in on it. I'm like, all right, Ross, yeah. you're an okay. When person he's not here. defending yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When he's like, when when like t- they get to the point after he's had three divorces where they're making fun of his divorces, and he's like, yeah, right.
0: like I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> well, all right. So starting with like Slytherins need to have a circle. It's one of the like key things you see with them when they have a circle, and for Ross. I think he thought his circle had Carol in it, and I think he was really dedicated to that marriage, mm-hmm. and he was really torn apart when she didn't want him anymore. Yep. So he loses his circle, and I... I think there's an argument that can be made that Ross was pretty, pretty depressed, like truly depressed in the first couple seasons. Yeah, and I want to put in there too, Rachel, that I think she was
1: part of a circle, but also I, he didn't want that
0: failure. Well, and he's very Jonah from Superstore that way. Yes. Um, the failure really messes with Ross's head. He cannot probably didn't be a help failure. that he grew up being the favorite child, you know? Yeah. Like, so when you're the golden child and the gifted child, like that translates into a ton of issues later mm-hmm. in life. And I mean, they still hero worship Ross, his parents, and like kick Monica to the side all the time in favor of Ross. And it's As much as he plays into that. And he's like, I love you, mommy's favorite. It's got to be, it's got to weigh on you pretty hard. And so he's got the first failed marriage, which is hard enough to swallow. And he's got this baby coming and that, listen, if you're a parent, the first kid coming is scary for everybody. You don't know what the hell you're doing. And he doesn't have, he doesn't know what parenting is going to look like. And then Rachel comes back into his life. And this is like childhood crush love, which, oh my God, just destroys you. So he's got a lot that's, going on in those early seasons. Yeah,
1: and I will say, too, that I think that is a is also a Slytherin trait. The fact that he held on to that crush to Rachel as his first oh, ever crush. I have said in past episodes, and some other people might do this, but I, I think that I do this so much and so reliably is a Slytherin thing, is that when I get stuck on that first person, I don't move. So when you throw mm. me into like love triangle, like I can talk about Twilight, like I didn't I never went for team Jacob because Edward was the first one to show up.
0: Or like, like you or that like, way, but hum- I think Slytherin's Or take no, it but to you're not more. exactly
1: like me in that way because the Hunger Games, I was like team Gale all the way. Like I, No, I I'm
0: team Gale. Oh, are, are like, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you liked me. <laughs> He's the first I'm the same way as you with that like the first person I see is the one my brain latches onto, but for me I think it's um, it becomes like an emotional th- thing I I just I can't let go of it it does something to me the first people I see in love and I don't want to don't mess it up even if it makes more sense later don't mess it up like come come back to each other (laughs) so I mean that's the Ross and Rachel of it all I think they did that to me I think they put that in my head but I do see it as a very southern thing to not be able to let go of the thing that you latched on to to, especially when it's which he latched onto Rachel really really hard (laughs) and she wasn't into him which is sad for him. But when you see his mustache and... <laughs> his curly hair. Hair. <laughs> then it, we get it. Yeah. Yeah, we get it a little
1: no, bit. No, that's, that's, um, that's another problem that I had with Ross that was also Slytherin is so he does get to date Rachel. And at that point, he is very grateful. And, like, obviously he knows that, like, this is huge and that he
0: should, he should be grateful.
1: But after the point of dating Rachel, once they break up, he won't let go of that ownership of her. Like, mm. I didn't think it was...
0: Like he does in later
1: seasons. Yeah, but not like like. No, he as, does. No, There's know, where they I don't know. make as much them a thing. as much as you hate Joey and Rachel. It was still like mostly Ross that was keeping them apart, and I didn't think that was fair. And then it's Ross keeping
0: them apart until they realize they just aren't gonna. Yeah, work yeah, but it, I
1: think it was still like some underlying Ross stuff. And then also, I, I. Like, when she's living in his apartment and he doesn't give her the phone call, the message that was left on her machine, because he's like, we have a baby together, so, like, I have some sort of ownership over this relationship and, like, who you get to date.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, He does a lot of messed up shit surrounding Rachel, but I I don't want to go too hard in defense of Rachel, because she does a lot of fucked up shit. And Mm -hmm. I love her. She's number two for me. She does a lot of fucked up shit. A lot of manipulative no, shit. No, I'm not so, even, but
1: I'm not even talking about Rachel. Just the fact that he takes ownership over her, yeah. even though they're not dating anymore. He does. Like, he he drives people away from her. And, like, that was the original breakup issue, right? Because she wasn't allowed to be friends with Mark.
0: Like, I know, but I think she does no, that. No, I know. Me, I know,
1: but he does it first. Like, she starts to egg <laughs> okay. it off. No, but he he initially, immediately is like, this. The, a guy wouldn't just offer you a job. Like,
0: and she's right. like, dude, I just well, want to Well, it's that misogynistic it. 90s <laughs> bullshit, too, that we yeah. kind of have to combat when we're watching. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's there. I agree. He really does feel like he's entitled to her. And I think it's, look, obviously he's not. But when you look at it from, he's a Slytherin. He's been yearning for this person since he's like, what, 14? And they're almost 30 now. And he's real. I mean, he really, really loves her. And I think this happens with Slytherins sometimes, where you just hold on too tight and don't realize that you're you squeeze in the person. I think it squeezing also them. has something to do with the like the
2: popular cheerleader and like the geek in school because that oh, was their right. dynamic, right? So yeah. I think that a lot of Russ and Rachel, um, like I think that Ross didn't necessarily feel worthy. Like, he he thought that mm. he was, like, the better one and that she could do better. And that's why he, like, held on so tight.
0: That makes me sad. <laughs> that makes me sad for Ross, my friend, my guy. Um. Um, <laughs> you're like, not me. Get over it. <laughs> kind of like well, a self-fulfilling okay, so- prophecy, right?
2: Yeah. Like, because really he clung so hard and felt like he wasn't worthy. That's what drove her away.
0: Yeah, he did it to himself. Um. The whole Mark argument, like the Slytherin jealousy is big time there. Yeah. And he behaves so ridiculously that like he does. He holds on too tight and he pushes her so far that she's like, all right, we need a break. Which in his scrambled brain, especially after like Carol and Susan, mm-hmm. he's taking it as a breakup. Now, I'm just I don't forgive cheating. Not even once. I don't forgive it. But once I looked at Ross as a Slytherin, I considered like how horrible he had to have feel how he was very clearly still depressed from Carol. And this is an equal blow. Because the way he loved Carol is the way he loves Rachel, if not more, if we're being honest. So he blows it up. And the self-destructive cycle, it's not fair. It's not fair to Rachel. But I understand how he got there. Mm Mm-hmm which sucks because I didn't want it to go there. I mean, I hate
1: that I can't understand it because I can, but I have this issue with the Slytherins I don't like that I can see how they got there and I just don't agree that they did it. I'm like, yeah, why? Because you wouldn't have gone well, that way. Well, no, why didn't you? And it's literally, it's been a day. Like, I could understand it even more if they were on break for a week and he like snapped. He literally goes out the next day like without because talking Because he's to her drinking at,
0: at the bar yeah. and he hears Mark in the background on the phone and he thinks she's like screwing around with Mark. And he's like, oh, this is what Carol did to me. So she's doing it to me because this is my life. This is what happens to me, and whammy, whammy. And he does we the wrong thing talk
1: about that stuff. But the problem was too that I think Rachel was before she started being like,
0: "I'm so over this. Like you keep pressing
1: on this, and it's not happening." And I'm just like, "I'm over it." But I think she was trying to talk about it, and he wasn't listening. Like he was yeah. so sure that he oh no, write. he was too. Yeah, he was and that's so a sure. thing with yeah. Ross. He thinks he's right all the time, and that's a Slytherin thing. No, yeah, no, 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 and it's and it's not just related. Like, this, no, this is a a character trait of Ross. Every single thing he has to be right about it, even when it doesn't matter. He has that stupid fight with Phoebe over evolution. Like, who the fuck? Yeah. Is <laughs> Phoebe believes in evolution, and he he's like. I'm a scientist. I am a dinosaur scientist and I study evolution every day and I need to prove to you that evolution is a thing. And Phoebe is like, dude, it's not that serious. For
2: it me. killed him yes. to admit yeah. that there was a small possibility that it wasn't evolution. Right when he had that conversation with Phoebe? Him. Like it like he yeah, it killed him to be like, fine, there's a teeny tiny possibility.
0: Yeah. Well, because he has to always find the logical argument and follow that thread. So, like, even in, like, season two, so he's he's pretty content with Julie, but he's still in love with Rachel. That mm-hmm. doesn't ever really go away. Mm-hmm. But when he finds out, when she drunk calls him, the Slytherin temper, which is kind of warranted, <laughs> like, he you drunk call me when I'm finally happy with someone, uh, he confronts her in Central Perk. He's like, you had every day we were hanging out. Oh, oh you couldn't tell me the entire year? Like it doesn't even matter that it's something he's wanted to hear since he was a literal kid. It doesn't matter that everything he wants is on a plate right here. He's mm-hmm. like, you're wrong. You're wrong for how you did that. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back. in. And- <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he couldn't help but point out how she was wrong, how it wasn't fair to him.
2: And I feel like there's other um, instances of Ross being Slytherin that's not just tied to Rachel. Like, mm-hmm. even, like, he's been friends with Chandler since what, like, High school, college, college whatever. Yeah, yeah. College. And uh, remember when he said that he used to blame Chandler for getting high? So that his parents yes. <laughs> didn't know it was yes. Him? so his parents I, didn't know. Yeah. Yes. like, how can I blame this on somebody else?
1: Yeah. No, yeah. And then even when Chandler starts, he's dating Monica, so he wants Monica's parents to like him. Ross mm-hmm. is like, I still really don't want to tell him. <laughs> yeah. And they're like,
0: yeah. Ross, you have to. he refuses he's like but they won't love me as much anymore (laughs) and I can see every Slytherin kid in their bedroom having done like the one wrong thing they've ever done in their lives being like how can I hoist this off on someone else exactly like I cannot let anyone know that this was me (laughs) Lauren what you ever do anything (laughs) bad as a kid yes and (laughs) that you wanted to shift on to someone else (laughs) I didn't really shift on I just just... don't look over here I didn't do it
1: (laughs) Pretended it never
0: happened, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of my examples of Russ, I think, are very tied to Rachel just because I'm, like, um, trash for that shit. <laughs> so, so I constantly just keep thinking back to those kinds of examples for, like, well, something that I thought was really interesting was his reaction to, like, the tape of him taking Rachel to prom or like, wanting to take her to prom. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm his parents really hype him up, and he takes the risk. And I was talking to Lauren about this, about Slytherins and Gryffindors versus taking risks. He oh. really thinks it's going to paint him in a heroic light. Yeah. He really thinks it's going to get him the girl at the end of it. But also, she's like the sun and the moon and the stars up his ass at that point. So he's going <laughs> to do anything he can to get this moving in the direction that he wants. So like a Slytherin does, puts everybody in their correct spots. And <laughs> he's guided by his parents, and it backfires, and you see... Like this, when a Slytherin feels that kind of shame, he was so sure, and then he feels so much shame. He didn't even want them watching the tape. Whereas, like the tape paints you as the good guy, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the he tapes still a good thing. Felt that all those years later, like yeah. him
2: standing by the door when they watch that. Like that's probably oh. like the most gutted we ever see
0: Ross. I can't watch it. No, but it's also
1: <laughs> a
2: failure again. Yep. <laughs> you it's totally
1: don't want failure, to yeah, you know, failure. Yeah,
0: failure. He's. They're like, dude, you were totally the hero here, and he's like, no, I well, failed. Yeah,
1: and then there's also it's like, and it's also, it was so unexpected too. Like, it's not something yeah. he maneuvered. Monica's like, oh my god, let's watch the tape, and then she's like, oh, it's our prom tape, and and he's like, totally caught off guard, and he immediately was like, we don't have to watch this. And it was like, no, but- no, no, I want to watch this. And it gets to the point where he's like, well, I'm not going to watch it. And he's like walking. And you see, because he starts to walk out of the apartment. And he turns around like trying to like somebody follow me. Like, let's get this started. Let's yeah. go. He didn't mm-hmm. maneuver it or like manipulate to that point at all. So he was
2: totally no. caught
1: off guard by it. And it, it, and it, he wasn't ready. He There was no surety in his brain that Rachel would like respond favorably to it. Right. So it was just like maybe another failure is about to happen and I wasn't ready for, like, you know?
0: Yeah. And he can't deal with failure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He really, really can't. And he also can't deal with like, this is also a huge Slytherin thing because sometimes I'll be talking to Lauren and I'll be saying something that's completely not confrontational, like I don't mean it a certain way and she'll be like, I don't like how that makes me look. (laughs) Or like, I don't like what that implies about me. So when Ross is, when Rachel's like, I didn't have to listen to my mom, she's once a cheater, always a cheater. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not taking responsibility for that. You're not painting me with the cheater label, like I didn't cheat. And so, even though all of us can this be like, is, yeah, he did. no, yeah, no no, <laughs> well, no, no, no.
1: He can't. This is this is part of Russ too. It's again, it goes into his. Oh my god, it goes into everything. Russ goes into failure, goes into always I have to be right. But he does this constantly, like we were on a break. I'm on sabbatical. Like, yep. <laughs> Stop, stop painting in a bad light. It's not, even though it really is. Like, it's yeah. bad. You cheated and you got fired from your job because you screamed at your boss and you got diagnosed with anger issues (laughs) over a sandwich. So
2: I wonder how much of that sandwich. I wonder how much of that goes back to like his parents for like always coming up with like this is an excuse for Ross why he's not like they try to paint him as more perfect than he is. So then he like finds these things to cling to. Like I actually didn't mess up because we were on a break. And it actually wasn't my fault I got fired because I have these anger issues. So it's, like, the big reason for, like, why
0: he's not perfect. Yeah, and also your letter has too many grammatical errors that I'm going to point out. <laughs> and it put me
1: to sleep because it was 18 pages.
0: From this is, again, back. it's yeah. It's everything he wants is Rachel. He It's everything he wants and he still can't, like, get, pe- if, if he's in his own way, he can't get through it. Like, you're not going to paint me that way. I'm not going to be seen that way. I'm not going to admit to it. And also, here's how else you're wrong. It's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E.
1: Rachel, I can't with him. The fact like the fact that he didn't get the marriage annulled and then was like, maybe Rachel just won't notice. <laughs>
0: I'm like... I know. I, mean, I know. Phoebe's like, okay. you really
1: think that's going to work? And he's like, yeah, it'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Listen, this is very Jonah from Superstore 2, and it's an ongoing thing with Ross. Like, he... he when he... Lies and manipulates over that. It it's like it's, it's because the failure is so intense that he can't let it go until he's literally forced to. But it bums him out because like they even say to each other, "I think this is the one that would have stuck for us," and I think that ties into Ross's logic about the whole thing. He's probably like, "Well, whatever, we'll stay married because we're gonna get back together at some point anyway." So it's a fully manipulative logic, and he's logicked his way into making himself feel right about it, which is fucked up. Like you're yeah. wrong. You don't you don't lie to the girl. But if anyone's going to understand that it, it's Rachel and Rachel's like, yeah, it probably would have worked out at some point. But that's not the point. Third divorce. <laughs> and then Ross the Divorce Force is born. <laughs> I love Ross the Divorce Force.
2: <laughs> um, I was going to mention the moment in the uh, Central Perk when all those girls, they're trying to get an opinion about if Ross is in love with Rachel yes. or not. Oh, yeah. And then like that girl is like, I'm attracted to like problematic men. Yeah. And, like, how, like, Ross snapped that up so fast. Like, he was so willing to take advantage of her, basically, because she was attracted to him for the wrong reasons. But he was like, yeah. damn, she's into me. I'm into it. And then she was freaked, so it didn't really work. But he was very willing to take advantage of that.
1: Ross has a little bit of that. Not, like, insanely, insanely, but he does have a little bit of that power, he likes power. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I, do not like the storyline of him dating a student as a professor. I'm not. Oh a,
2: that yes,
0: anymore. that is really that. a good point. Yes, uh, yeah. And I hate how all the guys are like, "It's so great." Like it's disgusting. Actually, I hate that. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I don't. I, I, and that was another
1: thing with Ross too. He's like, "It's not. It's not illegal. It's frowned on." Or <laughs> like you know, it's right? Not he's got to spell out yeah. why it's
0: okay that he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I hate that story. Line.
1: Yeah, and then also while he's doing it, he's still hiding from the professor. So he clearly yep. knows that it's not
0: right. He's li- he lies to his class that he has a British accent too. Like he really <laughs> yep, needs to be seen yep. a certain way. Yep. Because he's never cool. He's the kid who writes comics and gets mugged by Phoebe in childhood. <laughs> and like the only people who like him are his parents. And he's this poor little and nerd. Himself, he puts his own hand up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Ross is Ross's I, biggest fan. I, am your fan too, Ross. I feel for <laughs> you, man. <laughs> I just think of this poor little lonely like kid in his bedroom with his geology equipment, and like you no, know, Ross No, nerd no, no, okay, because and you he knew knew what? loves the cheerleader, and she just doesn't even see no, him. <laughs> no, 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 because actually, his his sibling
1: relationship with Monica was actually pretty good. They entered a dance contest together, so like
0: they I love obviously that were the danced. routine. <laughs> the routine. I need someone to do the routine with me. I really do. My older brother will not do it. I'm like, it's her older brother and we have to. And he's like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, Please. I love them. I love their sibling relationship. I'm so happy you brought that up. He is like the only one who who comes to Monica's defense to his parents. And he does it rarely because he's so like, Yes, mommy, I am the best boy. Take me with you everywhere. Um, but he does defend her when it's needed, because they are really hard on her.
2: Yeah. I'm going to need an example. When does he defend her? It, well, for me, the, the one that sticks out right now is in the uh, garage when yeah. they let
0: all of her boxes get completely fucked. Yes. And he's like, do you not realize that this is horrible? This is going to make her feel horrible? Point. And his yes. dad's like, yeah, I guess so. Lights up a cigarette. Like, they don't care. Right. You're right. And I mean, yeah, he. Lauren pointed out later, like, oh, well, it backfires because he th- thinks he should get the portion, whatever. Him and Monica, and this is also a symptom of Monica's house that we can't talk about yet. Mm -hmm. But they are just, Ross himself is just so competitive. And this is the Gellers' fault. Mm -hmm. They made him and Monica crazy competitive. But he really loves his sister. Now, again, we're going to go back into the ownership thing. Why is he angry at Chandler for being with Monica? Because it's my sister? My sister? Like, it's his He's like a little kid, like I Mine, 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 mine. Mm-hmm. Until Chandler proves, like, no, I'm actually in love with her. I'm not just like banging your sister. Don't worry. And then he's like, oh, my best friend and my sister. <laughs> like, so then it's okay. He really does want what's best for her. I agree. He loves a sister. I don't think Ross is a bad person. I'm sorry, guys.
2: <laughs> I think he's the worst. He's not a bad person. He's just super unlikable to me. <laughs> I agree.
0: I think he's super unlikable to most people. I do. I mean, I think he's supposed to be unlikable I, at certain no, points. No, uh, here's the other thing that I can't get over is
1: that Emily was like, you can never hang out with Rachel again. And he was like, oh, well, Rachel's Emily. my friend. But when Rachel was like, it's okay, he was like, okay. <laughs> like, we'll just kick
0: Rachel out of the friend group. He can't actually do it. He doesn't actually do it. Well, it's because nobody I mean, else. I he's trying. Look, he, because he's looking out for number one first, right? So this is a Slytherin thing. He's like, how, how? I'm just gonna remove myself. That's his like thing. Uh, let right. me get myself out of here because I'm gonna lose my wife if I don't. And Rachel's like, no, forget it. Like, I'll do it. And he's like, uh, all right. And then five minutes later, he's like, no, I, I actually can't. And I'm gonna have to deal with yet another fucking failure that I cannot process. Like he, it's so hard for him to get that second divorce. And he again did it to himself. You didn't have to say Rachel's name up there, bro. It, 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 why? Why'd you do it? Mm-hmm. Such a stupid mistake. And it's I think it's one of the times, like few times you're gonna see a Slytherin's emotion completely fuck their logic. And he he can't give Rachel up for Emily. He agrees, but he can't stand the idea of being a failure. Which again, I'm gonna say Jonah from Superstore. They're very different, but it's really, really prevalent there. Mm-hmm. It's just an ongoing thing with him. He can't he can't give her up. No. Nope. And he's not giving his friends up. So bye, Emily. I hate (laughs) Emily. (laughs) I really didn't like her character. Sorry. Nobody (laughs) did.
1: I I was fine with her until she started doing that shit.
0: Like, I don't know. No, because I don't I don't like it. Like if someone said someone else's name at the altar with me, there would be no second. That's
1: okay. That's what I don't understand about that whole thing. Why did she marry him and then run away? Like you yeah. permanently bound yourself to this person, and then you left. Why didn't you just go? Yeah. The marriage is no longer happening, and then yeah,
2: I had, don't actually. She I don't. had an out, right? Like, the, yeah. like the, the the whatever the minister guy was like, "Do you want to continue?" And she was like, "Yeah," but like she just said, "Like give me a hot minute here," and then right. then she could run.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then you do that, and you want to come in and like break up this little family here, like you. The way he didn't have a right to disrespect you up there, you don't have a right to come in and do that either. Right. So the best thing to do is part ways. Yeah, Yep. So yep. I didn't really like her. <laughs> I didn't understand her. That's all. It was good for um, drama
2: for the storyline,
0: though. I know. That's that's really <laughs> like, all they got. Who's saying the wrong name at the altar? Come yeah. on. <laughs> Not happening. No. I, um, I think also the whole divorce thing, it moves into season seven. Like, we talked a little bit about Ross and Rachel's divorce and how it's so manipulative and so bad and you see it in the end of the show too like he tries to bribe Mr. Zellner to keep Rachel's job yeah, yeah. and he's like I gotta keep her here like why Ross why are you doing it admit it to yourself uh, cause I want her to be here I love Rachel yeah you love Rachel correct and he doesn't get it he's like I'm jealous about Mark again I don't know that why. Was so. I manipulate her boss again? I don't know why. That was so funny sh- in Slytherin too. that he was like, um,
1: when they meet Mark for the first time when Rachel uh, is fired and they're taking all her stuff out, and he's like, who was that guy? And she was like, that was Mark. And he's like, who's Mark? And he was like, she was like, the reason
0: that the guy who got me the job of
1: <laughs> He was like, Mark, I hate that guy. Clearly, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're fine with him. You're just
0: <laughs> Also, very Slytherin, Ross not getting the super special goodbye from her. Like, <laughs> triggered him so hard. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, we just have a baby together. Why would I get a goodbye? <laughs> he was such a dick to her for that. I mean, she should have explained better. You don't take all five of all the other four in and not him and <laughs> be like, Bye and not explain anything, but that speaks to her house, which we'll get into. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're perfectly matched. Agreed. Perfectly matched. <laughs> well, yeah, I think we have proven why Ross is Slytherin. I don't think we're going to get any pushback on that. <laughs> That's right. Let's do, um, you guys want to do Joey? Cause you want to do Joey? Joey Tribbiani. All righty. My my Italian New York brother. Joey was <laughs> a hard one. Really? Joey's a hard one for me too. Okay. Um,
2: the reason I'm going to say what I'm going to say is because of Tucker. Um I think that Joey and Tucker, my son, are very <laughs> similar. And I actually am gonna say Joey is a Gryffindor. <laughs>
0: that's that's really fair. That's where I first put Joey too. Okay. That's good. Okay. So I'm not totally. Yeah, I see out totally how healed. you got there. Yeah. It's not where I'm landing at the end of it, like after fully re-watching and fully understanding him. Um, but I see how you get there. I think Gryffindor that Joey. Joey is kind of
2: the Neville of Gryffindor.
0: <laughs> so <laughs>
2: Neville is we don't see him be super smart in most areas except for herbology, right? Mm-hmm. So he has to try really hard, much harder than other people. It takes them a little bit longer to get stuff, which is the same as Joey. Sure. So Joey always needs the extra few seconds to get the joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Joey has a huge heart, like opens yes. his house to the his apartment to Rachel, even though Rachel yeah. has a baby. Like he he has a very big heart and. um. Yeah, and also with, like, with the whole Chandler and Monica thing, like, he mm. takes an awful lot of flack um, to try to keep their secret a secret, mm-hmm. which I think is very selfless. So th- He th- does. Those... He lets himself get blamed for a lot. Yeah, so th- those were my reasons oh, for Joey. thinking Joey is Gryffindor.
0: That's fair. So I was with you, and then I started thinking... Um... A little bit, like, deeper into it. And I couldn't fully align him with Gryffindor because he wasn't doing things the way that maybe I would do it if I were put in that situation. Mm -hmm. And I already know when I start questioning that, that I'm dealing with the Hufflepuff. Ah. (laughs) And it really bugged me because I felt like I had a good handle on Joey. And then I was like, no, I don't. Joey is very multifaceted. Like, he's a layered character. Weirdly, he's not all surface level. Um. I see what you're saying about like he's not good like the like the Neville thing. Yeah. But if you notice, like he maybe is not the best actor, but I think what pushed me to Hufflepuff for him was when he I don't know if he always took it extremely seriously, but but there were moments in the series where he really did. This is all he wanted out of life was to be an actor. Yep. Yeah. And nothing hurt him more than when his friends didn't believe in him.
1: No, I'm gonna say too, i Rachel, I disagree that he didn't always take it seriously. Like i I guess he did. well, yeah, the level the degree to how hard it is to start yeah. out a career as an actor and doing the way he was doing it, like he didn't go to l a and get an agent. He was in New York, right. just like picking up jobs. Like yep. that takes yeah. a lot of. and obviously, he was very fortunate that he had friends willing to, like, foot his rent and stuff like that. <laughs> but, yeah, he 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 was doing it. And he like, and he got genuinely upset if, like, Friends dropped the ball and didn't give him a message about a, a um, an addition. That's or if his, what pushed me to Hufflepuff for Asian. him was because
0: yeah, it's so tied to work, Trisha, and like Hufflepuffs are so tied to their role, okay. um, which I think for him is an actor. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he really wants to make it. Yep. And you need the support of the people around you if you're going to make it. And he has this huge circle of people, but when he finds out, like Chandler makes fun of him, or when he finds out they don't like the play, he's so gutted. And so deeply devastated by it. And he's like, you really don't believe in me? And when Chandler didn't watch the audition Yeah, bit. when he
1: fell asleep.
0: Yeah. Yes. And it's an ongoing thing with Joey. Oh, no, and not the audition. When Chandler me. fell
1: asleep during his premiere.
0: Of during his yes. premiere. Yeah. That too. Or when he's going to Vegas to record and Chandler was like, I don't think this is going to be your big break. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do you... It really drives a wedge between them. And it's yep. one of the only things that ever could. Yeah. It's hard for him to... To get over because he does take it so seriously. He's—I thought he's
2: very, very, very loyal too, though. Yes, extremely. Can he's be very helpful. loyal to Chandler, especially like what was it, Kathy? Like when With the y- whole Kathy
0: thing? yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That gutted he's... him,
2: and he like he was right. Like if Chandler had said like I like your girl," like Joey just would have stepped off and been like, "Here you go." Yeah, Rachel, yeah, you mean, know look, what Joey. Joey makes that mistake later with Rachel
0: mm-hmm. and Ross,
2: you know. Rachel, you know what else really pushed me
1: to Hufflepuff for Joey? Hmm. Um or this moment that I was like, "Oh my god." Um we talk a lot about um you can talk about your other end later, but we also talk a lot about with Hufflepuffs <laughs> um like they can be very petty and they like as opposed to Gryffindors which Rachel talks about this all the time that she'll get mad with so- at somebody and then she will like genuinely forgive it right away and like she just moves forward or whatever and like Hufflepuffs mm-hmm. hang on to it. And so you don't see it necessarily with Joey but he says um I can't remember it's sometime in the later seasons when um he's like he's talking about how Chandler kissed his sister and Chandler's like you forgave me for that and he's like oh no you still
0: got another five years
1: (laughs) he's holding on to he's got a list in
0: his head and he's like he holds on yeah (laughs) We're, we're like a Gryffindor would be like fine and like I don't think a Gryffindor would make Chandler get in that box like because Joey if anything (laughs) Joey has the fucking nerve okay he's got some audacity he gets all their shit in their apartment stolen like he makes every dumbass move you could make and they all forgive him and give money to him and give support to him but if they're like I don't actually think you're gonna win a golden globe he's like what the fuck I'm not gonna win a gold like he you know what I'm saying he like and all the money he's taken from Chandler and uh, he gets so mad at Chandler until Chandler like Adds it all up and then he's like, No, actually, <laughs> no, we're good. Actually, now that's that fine. you're framing it
2: like this, remember when he accepted the the award? Yes, on yeah, <laughs> I guess that's not that very good. No, Christ and also, open.
1: and again, can't talk about Rachel, but Rachel's giving him back and they go to give it back. and The woman they're gonna give it back to is like, Oh, one of these, like this piece of trash, like I don't even want it. And Joey looks yeah. at Rachel and is like, She doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Rachel's like,
0: Yeah, okay, now you can have it. Like, <laughs> See you later. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> he's such ridiculous. a great character. But even like that he saves the sandwich over Ross's life. <laughs> <laughs> the cop car where they're yeah. at the sh- they think it's a shame. He not was brave. letting them give he's him old. like the
1: cop was being like, You're such a good friend. He was like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a good friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were saving a sandwich, dude. <laughs> very brave. <laughs> yeah, very brave. <laughs> <laughs> he's just um he very much is also the one who is his whole life centers around his community and his group, which is these these six. Yes, friends.
1: he gets very upset so when
0: things are changing. If something starts to change, Joe is the only one who cannot he's, deal with
1: yeah, it. Yeah, he literally. Um, <laughs> so when Chandler and Monica were like, we're going to move out to the suburbs, he's extremely upset. Everybody else is, but they get over it. Chan- Lauren,
0: this was the moment I told you, like, yeah. wait for it. This is the moment. Yeah. Is a no, game, no, no, but- yeah
1: Joey is so <laughs> upset. And then when Rachel's going to Paris, he does that thing where he's about to throw himself off the
2: balcony. <laughs> so yeah. like, he's, like, <laughs> I can't. like this he. is making me reframe my son because Tucker is the same way. He cannot. So funny. He cannot deal with change. Like he would be the like the small child, like ready to leap out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so like I am starting yep. to reframe Tucker in my brain now too.
0: And only the little ghost girl could convince him that he's going to be okay. (laughs) Well, then also, also, he needs to be so involved with their weddings. Like, he needs to be so important to the wedding that he's either officiating it or like, Taking on the role of Phoebe's father, yeah, yeah.
1: and then he took yeah. it seriously. Strike three, Mike. Yo, so, yeah, one more. He took it seriously, <laughs> like Phoebe was like, "I just want you to walk me down the aisle because I don't have a dad." He's like, "I'm gonna be your dad." Like, yeah, this is yeah. how I'm useful to you. Okay, like a hundred, a thousand percent. Let's
0: go. Yep, yeah, it's all very like, how am I, how am I going to be useful to these people? Because like. It's not financially. And you even see it in the beginning seasons where, like, Phoebe, Rachel, and Joey are like, we don't have the kind of money you guys have to just be doing right. these kinds of dinners and doing these kinds of things. Like, he's very aware of that, the imbalance there. So he's always there for him. It's just that it's there in the way that Joey knows how, like taking you to a strip club or like <laughs> saying, let's have a bachelor party. You need a bachelor party. Like, he just does it through a lens of what would make him feel better.
1: Yeah, no. And, and I, you know, I think, um, I think it's like Joey's obviously like a, a ladies man, right? And it's like mm. in, in another character or another house, it could be like really like uh and Joey Yucky. I think handles it well. Like he's very open about it. He's very like not really gross about it. He's just kinda like, you know, like this is what I do and I, I'm Joey I tell everybody I'm I do disgusting. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but I was thinking of that. And I was also thinking of uh, Joey doesn't share food. Like he's, right. not, he's got very specific rules and he doesn't like as long as you are doing anything else, he's fine. But he he's like, this is I understand where I am in my life and where I stand and how I think I want things to be around me and they need to stay that way.
2: You <laughs> know what? Anything like, else I, that happens is fine. I think this is such an important conversation for Joey because. A lot of times he is written off as like the ditzy character, but yeah, and he I'm actually I'm guilty of that. <laughs> that. he has like a lot of positive characteristics. He does. Like he was, he's a
0: great friend.
1: He is. He's. A, what about think, when
0: his dad cheats on his mom? Like, yes, he's so he's pissed so at him. Yeah, and his
1: mom's like, oh, I know, I know about it. <laughs> like I've just been letting.
0: Him or even that. like like Chandler making out with the sister. He's like, all right, so when are you gonna marry her? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Or like, when
1: his sister gets pregnant. And yeah, And he's
0: like, yeah, yeah, he's very... hes He needs to do what makes sense. Like, it's not even necessarily like he's trying to do the right thing. It's just what makes sense to push everybody forward. How can I be yeah. useful to you? Okay, I'm going to make you get married. Okay, I'm going to make you confess to Ma. Like, whatever he needs well, to do. let this right in his mind.
1: Yes. And you know what? I want to push back on you a little, Rachel, because even... Yes, Joey can
2: is the dumb character, obviously, in
1: Friends... Even when he's being dumb, he's not just being like Patrick dumb. Like he, know. There, There's actually something <laughs> that makes sense. To, he's like, got more like substance. It's a, it's a moot point. It's what it a ca- like you know. <laughs> like it's logic to him. It's just yep. bad logic. You know. Again, like, that's like how it makes idiot.
0: He doesn't
2: that's understand. Idiot, doesn't <laughs> he doesn't understand moot points. So he's like, this is how it makes sense. It's a moot point that right. makes more yeah. sense. He like creates. His own, like, this is how it makes sense. Or when he's learning French. He's like, I'm saying exactly
1: what you're saying to me, Phoebe. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I can't. I'm repeating oh, what you're as saying. As a Canadian
2: where there's a lot of French around me, that episode
0: kills me every time. It's so good. Phoebe's rage. Oh. <laughs> you're not You're not saying it! <laughs> I can't. Oh, I have a question for you, Trisha. Did you want uh, Phoebe and Joey to end up together? Phoebe and Joey? No. As, like while you were watching, as you were watching? No. I
2: never saw okay. it. Like I, I could see like they're the two eccentric characters, most mm-hmm. eccentric characters. So I could see why people like would kind of like pair them together,
0: but I yeah. didn't see it. Well, again, like I was really young and when I saw him dating Ursula, I was like, Oh, why don't they put him with Phoebe? Oh, and then you just I rem- wanted him with Phoebe. No, forever. you just you just reminded me of another um thing too.
1: Because uh-huh. th- th- somehow they, I don't know why they did this at the end. Like, Joey, that actually might speak to Joey. But um, but jo- I thought this spoke very Hufflepuff of Joey that Chandler was like, I can't tell the difference. And Joey was like, why? It's easy. Like, I know what the yeah. difference between the two of them is. And then at the end, they let him yeah. be like, but I- now I'm almost wondering if Chand- if Joey let Phoebe do that.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, he knows Phoebe kissed him at yeah. that when she was praying to be Ursula.
2: Okay. Well, then, yeah. You must have looked down at your phone or something. Because that, that was, yeah, like Okay, it. okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah, implied.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, then, yeah. He he, he clearly knows the difference. And I think that's mm-hmm. very helpful. Like, you know the people in your... He cares you, enough to look yeah.
0: at certain things. Yeah. Well, yeah. Such he, a big heart. He's the most loyal friend. Yeah. The most loyal friend. Every single mm-hmm. other one of them is more outwardly selfish than he is and you can say Joey is selfish in certain ways like with the money and with the taking food from Monica's fridge and whatever yeah. but he's going to come in with a baseball bat if he thinks right. somebody is doing anything to you yep. Like, and it's because they're his people they are his everything they're all leaving the city and whatever and getting married going off and Joey feels like he's the one left behind because he is mm-hmm. he is the one that's getting left behind and it's really sad actually Oh, but you know, I know what? they when, did it to set up his show, but But yeah, I know. But you know, when um
1: Chandler <laughs> and Monica were like, We're gonna have a Joey room,
0: <laughs> he's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy they put that in. okay, yeah and also so this is one way that I see a Hufflepuff is through their othering of other people. Yeah, I know you want so to. So when about they that. really don't like someone, they're like scum of the earth. <laughs> they are Hitler. Like he hates like a hufflepuff will hate. Okay, he hates Janice. Yeah, <laughs> hates Janice. Nobody else hates Janice. Oh like Joey hates Janice. And he
1: goes out on that day when Chandler is like serious, oh. like he's like in love with her. They go out on Janice Day, and he's like, yep. yeah. Like, and he comes in, and Chandler's like, "You still hate her, don't you?" And he's like, "God, yeah." <laughs> like,
0: but I, he he tried so had hard. No, Hey, Have fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he such hated a great her friend. like probably some of us hated her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But he can't, let, he can't let it go. And he Chandler's like, can't you just pretend to like her? And he's like, no, I can't just pretend I hate her. She's the worst. She's yep. the devil. And he's like, wow, ow. And Joey's like, sorry, but she's actually a demon. <laughs> he can't stand her. He's the only one. Like, they'll all give her a chance. They're all annoyed by her, but they'll give her a chance. They don't hate her like Joey does. Very yep. hufflepuff yep, of yep. him. Yeah, you got anything else, Lauren?
1: For Joey, I, not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I I echo Trisha. I'm glad we had this conversation too because I like I like I said, I really like Joey, but I do feel like he probably gets written off as the one-dimensional. Like, I know Chandler's the one making jokes, but Joey was like the easy comic comic relief. You know, like just say yep. just say something mm-hmm. stupid and it's funny. But
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's probably what it is. Like, I don't think he's actually stupid because Joey <laughs> solves a lot of problems mm-hmm. and does a lot of things right. It's just the way they wrote him sometimes that bothered me that I think gets him shoved for me. But I do love Joey. doesn't? On record. <laughs> no, I don't hate Joey. I, I could never hate Joey. He's Italian like me. And you know what? We're so marginalized right now and attacked in the media by Chris Pratt that we need to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on to Chan Bing. Chandler. <laughs> Chandler. My little bingo
1: <laughs> You know I'm what I don't get, Rachel? Chandla. I was thinking about this so much. I was like, why do I love Fran Drescher and I just cannot do Janice?
0: You don't like <laughs> you might need it? to be from New York. I... <laughs> Oh my God. All right, I, oh I can't. my God. It'll follow me the whole day. I'll just be talking like her. Um <laughs> so Chandler, Trisha, what are your thoughts on Chandler in his house? Um, I got nothing. I don't know. Really? Wow. I c I couldn't do it. Was he hard Why? for you? It's
1: he crazy. was. What's
2: going on? I don't on? he he has a lot. I don't know. I guess I would if I had to say something, I guess I would have to say Hufflepuff because I can't pick anywhere else. But I, I don't know. <laughs> Very like, honest. He, he's a complicated character. He Like, he has a lot of layers. Oh,
0: yeah. He is and he isn't at exactly the same time. True. <laughs> a bit of a paradox. Like, he's a good friend
2: and he's a good husband, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, obviously... He has some childhood problems that uh, <laughs> he carried with him throughout his life. But, like, I I don't know. When I think of, like, the big characteristics, like, I don't think he's brave. Like, I think he's a sissy. <laughs> like, the sandwich incident, like, he was not saving anybody, right? Yeah. The backfiring <laughs> car.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, when you're in a when you're in a plane crash, they tell you to save yourself. He's afraid to <laughs> save yeah. everybody else. He's afraid, of dogs. <laughs> afraid of dogs. Afraid yeah, of dogs. he has dogs. a lot of like ridiculous fears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no,
1: yeah. I have, I have, a I have a counter to this though.
0: Okay. I want. Oh, it. oh let's hear it. I want to hear your counter. Oh, you want to hear my counter? I want to hear. your Am counter. I supposed to say what house we think he is? Tell him where he yeah, is. Sure. All right. Rachel, and I think Chandler's a Gryffindor. Rachel knows Chandler. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: Mind blown over Gryffindor here. Gryffindor to Gryffindor here, communication. Yeah, let's,
0: let's n- I understand this. him it's so deeply.
1: Me. Yeah, no, I I think he's a pretty obvious one. I didn't think he was a hard Gryffindor. Um, he, well, to push back on what you said, Trisha, about him not being brave. So, yeah, he is a bit of a sissy about certain things. Um, But, hey, so is Neville Longbottom. I think the big thing mm. for Chandler is that his... His biggest brave moment and the thing that he overcame his entire like what his identity was built around was that he did get in a serious relationship with Monica and marry her. Right? Like he mm-hmm. overcame that That is of, the bravest thing Chandler yeah, ever did. Could ever do. Yeah, because I always say this about Gryffindor so they take that they take that trauma and then they just build their entire identity around it. And it's all about the trauma. So like he's constantly going back to his dad and he's constantly going back to his mom. And he's constantly going back to the fact that he's had sex with four women.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's on a carefully regimented program of denial, sarcasm, bedwetting, and smoking. (laughs) Yeah, it's just so
1: Gryffindor. Like, he's built his entire identity around this. And the fact that he leaves that identity to be Monica's husband, I think, is the bravest thing that he could have done. Like even he even you even see him let go a little bit when Monica says that the maitre d' at her restaurant is the funniest person she's ever met and everybody else is like how could you do that to Chandler like that's Chandler's thing he's the funny one (laughs) (laughs) even Chandler knows that that's like ridiculous at that point (laughs) like yeah he's like this is not all I am to you like I know that I'm your husband.
0: so I think it, what people would push back on, Lauren, is that he's very... he You would have to say he's like a Neville Gryffindor. You would have to because he doesn't have the stereotypical, like, mm-hmm. bravery, chivalry, uh, courage, whatever, in the way that's really obvious on screen. Right. But you just have to look at his motivations as a character and see what he's needed to overcome and how brave he really is by the end of it. Now, that's not to say he's still not avoidant because he is still avoidant to the fucking end. With Janice living next door, like, he... <laughs> To the very end, he's like, my balls just went back up into my body. (laughs) He can't just be honest with people. He has a real serious problem with that. And look, he'll tell you more than I'll tell you that that's because of his parents. Because I was nine and they got a divorce. And they said, more turkey, Mr. Chandler. And I can't let it go. And I hate Thanksgiving forever because of it. And like Chandler, like all Gryffindors are, and I will die on this hill, are the most forgiving house. We let so much yes, shit go. Yes, the fact that when he finds out why Monica cut off his toe, he was like- yes. So they let, we, we can let things go, but you don't forget those things. So, like, even his, like, with his parents, he holds such a grudge. Like, he cannot let the grudge go. And it's because it's of the, like, it's all the emotional trauma that they put on him. So everything circles back to mom and dad fucked up and I'm going to throw it in at least once every hangout, specifically how they fucked up, even if you don't get what I'm referencing, it's fine. They fucked up and that's why I have commitment issues, emotional issues, why I can't like do anything and function anywhere except at work, which is also something you see with Gryffindor is like throwing themselves into their jobs. Like Tony Stark, kind of. I um, You'll be up all night over it. You'll go to the office and be fucking Miserable, like you'll give up everything else good and in your I life. I also think it's very the only thing that working out for you. That
1: job, yeah, and he stays there, like because he's yeah. just making so much money, and he's like, and why, whatever. Lauren Yeah, because it's his
0: responsibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and was he, gonna- and Joey is his responsibility, right? Yes. Yeah, Joey is his child. <laughs> he is Who else Joey? is going to people? <laughs> people the other Joey. ones, the other ones are not going to do for Joey what Chandler did for Joey. No, no, no way, no. I, I don't think
1: I'm. I'm thinking too, Rachel. About um. So this isn't like self. Like this isn't in the way that it would be for Slytherin, where you're like very self-absorbed or whatever. But I sometimes think that Gryffindors, when they're so wrapped up in their own trauma, have a hard mm-hmm. time understanding when they expel that trauma how it affects others or like that others yeah. might have their own trauma. Hugely like I, I, I'll bring in from the books. Um, Harry and Ron. Harry doesn't really get Ron's whole thing with being poor. Like he's yeah. like, I don't really unders you know like he's just, he's just I grew not up mean, in a cupboard yeah, yeah. I, he's just he's just like not he's not really getting why it's such a part of Ron's identity right but yeah. um and i think it was the same for Chandler he didn't understand why calling Monica fat was like such a thing he was like i would well, just, like, I just was funny was say funny chandler yeah i thought he was like
2: i think he's a little bit mean to be yeah. gryffindor yeah
0: no he is no gryffindors are mean <laughs> oh no, he, no, it's like be it's like I said, when they're like
1: expelling their trauma, like it's all about yeah. them expelling their trauma. Like it's hitting other people yeah. and it's not really a, a concern. Like,
2: I was thinking about the like, on. I was thinking about the like the girl from camp. Yeah, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> uh, oh, there's another one that came to me. I mean, but I've, here's what's like, hurt it. people, hurt people, no, no, right? No. That could be the
0: Gryffindor tagline. No, 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 but here's <laughs> the
1: thing too, that Chandler like knows he's doing it. He's like, why do I have such high standards for women? Because I'm not a catch. I have a third like, nipple yeah he's like I don't like there's literally that episode where he's talking about it like he's gonna end up alone because he's like the, the eyebrows were too bushy like he knows her head's too big yeah he's like he my god knows. that's a big yeah girl. he's and, so at the aware the so they actually do that in his head voice yeah where he's like yep. her lips are shaped weird and he's like am I really doing this again yes I am yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna do yeah <laughs> like-
0: yep I, that All of that is why, immediately why I put him in Gryffindor, because it's a paradox, right? Lauren likes to talk yeah. a lot about the paradox, where you can be so aware of what you're doing and how insane it is, but you cannot stop yourself from doing it. Like, you can't, you just can't take the logical route and just stop and get some therapy and get <laughs> through it and get over it. Like, absolutely not. I can't do that. I need to continue. And
1: and Chandler has the very traditional traditional paradox, too, of being like genuinely thinking he's a pretty cool, great person, and then also being like, I'm dog shit. Like,
0: he 100%. He's he's like, what? Why not me, Monica? Why wouldn't I be your perfect guy? I'm going to be the perfect guy. He can't let it go. He can't let that go. He's like, tell me about me. What's wrong with me? I'm going to make this whole trip about me, and then I'm going to pee on your leg and show you that I am the perfect man. Ha ha. And, and also the guilt, right? With Gryffindor's is a big thing with the guilt. Like, he messes up Ross and Rachel's thing so many times in the early seasons. And he's the reason that Ross makes the pros and cons list. Because yes. in his stupid-ass mind, he's like, just put these two people that you have these feelings for on paper and just write down, why good? Why bad? And that, like, <laughs> it would shatter anybody. And, uh... He blames himself for that as, you know, a little bit he should. But then, like, they get back together and he's like, "Ah, I'm absolved. Right. (laughs) It worked out. He also kind of like, like, he's the one who blabbed about Ross liking Rachel with the crystal. Yeah, exactly. He messes them up so much in the beginning and then expects Joey to keep his secret with Monica Mm -hmm. when, like, you couldn't shut your mouth. Yeah. Actually, (laughs) they put so much on Joey with that. They that did was killing Joey. They did. No,
1: it was me because it was ridiculous um, situations too. Like he's got a naked photo yeah. of Monica. He's got his underwear in the apartment. Like what? That's oh, like I'm gross. I'm Joey. Shit. I'm disgusting. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but notice though, I also always say this about Gryffindors. They'll be the first ones to like uh af- fold when they really know that they're beaten. He's the one who gives up when Phoebe and him are like doing that whole thing yeah. where she's like. Ah, uh-huh, my bra! Look at that! And he's like, ah, "Yes, no, no, I love Monica!" Like he <laughs> gives up. He's yes. like, "Forget it! I don't even want to do this anymore."
1: <laughs> I don't know if this speaks more to Mo- um, it does speak a lot to Monica's house, but um, and his relationship with her. But um, I just I just remember this vividly because I was so excited when Paul Rudd got on the show again. I was like, "Yeah!" Uh-huh. But they have that uh that ping pong competition in Bermuda where Monica's like you can't win this for me you suck and Chandler's amazing and she's like when did you get good he's like I've always been good (laughs) I'm just letting you like have your thing always the air of surprise very Ron Weasley he's like I'm just (laughs) letting you have your thing because it's not worth all this
0: for me (laughs) right (laughs) yep and look like Monica's not the easiest person to be with but he's so good at navigating emotionally, like, <laughs> problematic situations. And he's like, yeah, she's crazy. This is good. I like that a lot. <laughs> like, and even the smoking thing, like, this is something that I, I've i dealt with. Anytime you're triggered by, like, your past, okay, that's an excuse to go into an unhealthy coping mechanism. So that's smoking for Chandler. It was smoking for me, too, for a long time. And when Ross and Rachel break up, he's like, this is just like Mommy and Daddy. <laughs> yeah. This is just like them. <laughs> like, he goes back to smoking. Sad, Chandler. Very sad. Um, <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. I love that. <laughs> and he's so okay with that, though. He is. I think his only problem with any of it is that when he was young, they divorced. They didn't emotionally care about him. They put him through a lot as a kid. Like, I don't
1: think... I was going to has- say, to Like, I'm going to give this to Chandler. I don't know if I can give it to the show. But, like, he, every... Like, well, no, the running joke that he was gay was a bad joke, but Chandler kind mm-hmm. of took it on the chin really well. Yeah. He's like, "All right, I can yeah. St- yeah I get why you think that." <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, that's it's true. Stuff
2: like this, isn't it? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, I just have wanted that to mention an
1: episode where he was like, "Why? Why do you think that? Explain it yeah. to me." And as soon as like people start like explain, it, he's like, "Oh, okay."
2: Well, the, the I think the running joke in that episode is that there's no specific reason. But right. it's just, like, so just a bodies. Like,
1: and yeah. he's yeah. just
0: like, What? Like what does that <laughs> yeah. mean? He's like, That's how so do I gay? stop? Because I want people to have are sex like, with woman. <laughs> <laughs> people are always so weird to him, like when their friend that became British Comes back and Phoebe <laughs> and Monica are like, "Get her away!" She's like, "Look, I had no special training," and Chandler's just sitting there watching, like, "Uh huh, Yep. I love this is happening to me. Why wouldn't this also happen I to me? Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I was on the show and I screamed when so I saw funny. her. So <laughs> funny.
0: Um, I also just wanted to throw into the ring that and Lauren will get this. Um, he's scared of Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance, because <laughs> it appears that his legs are de- flail about independently from his body. And like Chandler has these weird things that he just doesn't like and he has weird reasons for them. And I so relate. Like I can't even explain. I hate pilgrims. And it's it's nothing to do with anything historical. So I, it's not for a good reason them. that you should hate it's pilgrims. It's not for a good more. reason. I'm gonna come out and tell you right now. I'm not getting any points for it. I hate them. Their little buckles on their shoes and hats just disturb me deeply. Deeply disturbing. I'm not okay. I'm sorry. I can't take them. I fucking hate them. So when he said Michael Flatley's legs and flail independently from his body, I'm like, yeah i get it it's weird oh god i'm crying tears <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry you can't see me i'm losing it lord i was not ready for that, that that's like the one thing that i that i remember <laughs> that is i have a weird hatred of i have more but i can't remember them now. don't get into them i don't know if I can <laughs> i'm sorry no, i don't remember them out. anyway
1: sorry i'm thinking um i'm thinking more like the whole thing when they switch apartments <laughs> when they switch apartments Chandler's the one that's like holding them to it Joey's like oh but I want the cool apartment when the girls do something to their apartment and Chandler's like or like when they do the double bet and and Joey's like what are they so upset about they got the apartment back and Chandler's like (laughs) Joey no we want this apartment and I don't even know if he really wanted it he just wanted to take it away from them right yeah yeah, yeah.
0: fully he's like I deserve something good Yeah, (laughs) maybe one time in my life oh okay I'll give Still it back he's like persuaded, He though. like mm. also who else could deal with Ross in college but a Gryffindor mm. <laughs> it's true.
1: I mean and clear, uh, I, that flashback episode was so funny where Chandler was like breaking the packs that, that speaks to Ross too Ross was like you broke the oh, packs yeah. and Chandler's <laughs> like they weren't that serious like, up Ross <laughs> hooking up
0: with a 50 year old librarian yes. in high school shut up <laughs> <laughs> She looked young for her age. She was. She had kind eyes. <laughs> <laughs> May she rest in peace.
2: God, I think like one of the best Chandler moments is when like Ross and Monica are like telling
0: on each other. Yes. <laughs> and, like Chandler just has to keep like stepping back and being like, "Whoa." <laughs> yeah. He's like, I I know my family's messed up, but whoa, you guys. <laughs> Monica can't tell time, and Chandler's
2: just like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> time. Yeah, that's you what, were my first kiss okay. with Rachel You were my first kiss ever Okay,
1: I think that's um, I think that's very good gr- He loves drama Like he doesn't want to be in loves it But he'll sit it. there and watch it He's like this is great when Oh god yeah, I like that other. too
2: I don't want to be in it But I want to know like everything about it so I
0: can But watch he'll it the He's lines. not in
1: it But he'll egg it on He makes his little comments Oh yeah Right uh-huh.
0: like, like- Oh yeah Everything Everything has to be a joke Especially if he's uncomfortable Everyone knows this about Chandler. And it's hugely Gryffindor to have to do that. Like, I can't okay, deal with all of that. right
1: And this, <laughs> so the fucking joke where Chandler's like, that's my joke that I told you. And Ross is like, no, it's oh. my, that, that was a I thing for Ross. Cause he was like, I'm yep. right. Like, I'm not misremembering this. And that's the only time Chandler would go to bat because it's a joke.
2: That's yep, Chandler. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, but the other time that Chandler goes to bed is for Monica, right? Yeah. Because, like, he actually goes to Richard's apartment. Like, he yeah. is. Like, I know I said he's not brave, but this is. that—that That is a moment for him where he is like, this guy is going to kill me because mm-hmm. he is strong and I am weak, and I am going to fight anyway. Yes, that that's is true. Because it's Monica. That is true. And that's he goes,
1: oh, and, right. and he does go and be like, I'm proposing so
0: you need I made to- myself <laughs> soft yeah <laughs> I love I don't family. care about you or your mustache <laughs> I'll do it <laughs> that's gotta be so, that's so hard he loved Richard like he remember when he tried mm-hmm. to grow the mustache like yeah. yeah
1: like I think he saw Richard that's as a father figure <laughs> yeah he did obviously they, they said so and then Richard was yep. like "Never mind. I'm not hanging out with you guys anymore
0: <laughs> yep. yeah you guys are weird <laughs> and of course like the Gryffindor and the Hufflepuff are like the two children of the show living <laughs> together in their little apartment across the hall like Eating pizza off the floor, Joey special. Watching fucking Baywatch all day, like getting food. They have a chicken, a duck, because of course they do.
1: Like
0: (laughs) so weird. I wish
1: I could talk about um. Oh, I guess we can with Joey. The fucking replacing Rosita. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We can't talk about Rachel, but it is exactly that trio. What is going on there? Yeah. That Chandler thinks he broke it and uh, replaces it secretly, and then um, Rachel's like, "Oh, you don't need the good chair." She's like, "Wow, it's got speakers vibrates
0: <laughs> and fiber Can like- I just say, "I have." Speaking as the only Griffin door here. No problem with them eating anything off the floor, including that cheesecake that <laughs> fell. Because I would have eaten it you and that old bitch downstairs would not have gotten that cheesecake back if I liked it and I got it cheese. Oh a taste. my god, I it's can't. Done. I can't
1: wait till the next episode because some of like the tree like Joey I know. Joey and Rachel Chandler show it I know. so much. Um Phoebe Monica Ross show it
0: so much. It's like- so deeply obvious in there when they're all together. Um, but that's why I like. The Chandler and Joey dynamics it's very Emotion House based. Like the rest of them sometimes are just around them doing these very adult things, doing very serious things. And yes, Chandler's keeping them afloat, but he's a child with Joey, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's parenting him just as much as he's in the dirt with him eating the spaghetti from the floor. Like making the um, box for it.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. When, when, uh, when Chandler is trying to give Joey $2,000 and Joey's like, oh, I don't take loans. And Chandler makes up that fucking game. The, yes. um, the card yep. game? Yeah. Cup. That was extremely or, their dynamic. Like It was. And Joey's like, Ross beat me. <laughs> it's like how, did, yeah. like, how the fuck did Ross beat you?
0: <laughs> fucking Ross. <laughs> or what about, would you guys, speaking as from Logic Houses, if you were in love with your friend's spouse, right? And then they found out and you like did something shitty to them and whatever, would you get in that fucking box? For forgiveness. No. Would you actually put yourself (laughs) in that fucking box? No. And then have the girl come and be like, I really thought we had something special. And then not talk because your best friend said don't talk or we're done? Sad little finger.
2: (laughs) Like, it's hugely
0: Gryffindor of him to make that commitment, especially when he's bad at commitments. And he's not willing to give Joey up. He's not willing to. It was really Gryffindor to me that he stuck that out. 'Cause I can't see any of the other ones in the bo- like like they, <laughs> they would not be able to. Oh,
1: I'm so sorry. I just remembered something about Ross. The fucking Thanksgiving okay. where they're naming all the states and Ross is
0: not getting dinner. Yeah, the Ross is da-
2: like Ross <laughs> refuses
0: to let it go. Yeah, you can't. They both have the fucking troll trophy and they're outside and it's snowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's mine, it's mine. <laughs> I love the Gellers. They're a bunch of messy bitches. See, this is why. I, I Chandler, I get it. I would marry right into that family. I would want to be part of that mess completely. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I get it. Poor Chauncey. Dad, his father-in-law just can't get his name right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they're they're well sorted, I will say. Like, I, I don't
2: did, did you we
0: convince being in any of Trish the other houses yeah you did
2: okay yay Oh, good the logic won out
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it's <laughs> a very ravenclaw
0: thing to say i have but a feeling we'll agree on the on the uh the girls really easily i feel like um, they i want to know i know they're not on our list to
2: sort but like what do you think about richard ooh richard might be a Gryffindor, too interesting i know i just threw you for a loop i can see your brains working I think Richard might be a Gryffindor
0: too. I'm going to say he's not a Logic House. Mm -mm. Although he does do the dating a younger woman thing, which is weird, like Ross does, but maybe that's just cis Mm -hmm. men. Well, this one (laughs) isn't. Yeah. So, yeah, Gryffindor. He gives up Monica pretty easy. Yeah. And he also, like,
1: and (laughs) then he continues to, like, be in love with her, apparently, Mm
0: -hmm. for the entire time. He was, yeah, he loved her. Well, he just didn't want a baby. And he set her free to go have her baby. Yeah. Yeah. And then he so comes and is like, I will have a baby after five years' consideration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> and Monica's like, Why am I so attracted to Gryffindor men? I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> <this> <laughs> yeah. Where are we putting Janice? Where? Oh, wait. Was Peter Gryffindor?
1: Yeah, he Who? was. Pete? The, uh, Who? John. Oh, Monica and Pete? Yeah. John. Uh, the rich guy. The wrestler? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's Tony, Tony
0: Stark, Stark, Gryffindor. Yeah, Tony's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's Tony Stark's a uh, butler, or whatever. So I know, funny, yeah. Happy. What
2: about um, what Paul Rudd? Why can't I remember his name?
1: Oh, oh he's uh, a logic house. Yes, yeah, um, Mike. Yes, thank Mike you. Hannigan. Yeah,
0: Mike might be a Ravenclaw.
1: Yeah, we could talk more about him with Phoebe. Cause true, yeah, I'd we should. Him. I'm so happy that
2: that
0: relationship I just, happened. I was just thinking like boy, the boys
2: of yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I, I think thinking.
1: I think my um. Yeah, he's fucking Ravenclaw. He goes so. to he goes to he goes to Bermuda, and then he's like, "I'm still dating a girl that I've
0: been dating for three months." Let me break up with her real quick. We did nerd fight with him, and what's the guy's name? Is it Hank or is that the yeah? The guy's no, yeah, name? David, David, David. David. Yeah. Oh, well, sir, David. I am here to love and marry her. <laughs> I am also here to love and marry her. <laughs> oh, I love David too. And Phoebe's like, "Yeah, fight over me." Oh, I love her. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to talk call. about them. That could easily be, like, a way longer episode than this because mm-hmm. they are so fun. Ugh, I love them. All of this, All this right. has been very fun. I am very much Yay! enjoying
2: myself. Yay! <laughs> Except I'm they, so I,
0: glad that I cyberstalked you and yes. you here.
2: <laughs> I am. I am going to be a little. Uh, I'm going to not like you very much though, because it's going to end up that I've had so much fun doing this that I've, I'm going to actually be like, <laughs> yes,
0: I will do other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, never be able to do anything it's else. It's like a mixtape book club. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun, and like th- this is not the last episode. You're going to be on with us. You come back for the girlies. Yeah. But always feel free to come back for yeah, any show you really love that we're show doing. You
1: Man, I, really I don't know to do it with you. <laughs> yeah, we just told Haley and Illy this because they've been on the nine one one kick because there's so many characters for nine one one. There's two shows, and yep. I was um, Haley's done Outlander with us, but we went, we looked at Illy and we were like, Illy, you know, you can do another show. That's right, it doesn't yeah, have to be nine one one. Like we can go it with do just you. Freak?
0: We did. Do we did just freak. Freak. Yeah, we did I'm going have Meg to Carla. listen to that one. Yeah, that was funny. It was,
1: it was very funny, <laughs> and we managed to do all four of them in one episode.
0: So. I still say my favorite episodes are our Dean and Cas one and our Twilight one. Okay, <laughs> and now maybe this one because I really enjoyed this. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Friends is so fun. It is so fun. I never want to stop. I just got Friends trivia for Christmas, and like I've been through all the questions. And I'm like, you want to play again? You want to play again? Let's play again. <laughs> okay, well we should play sometime. And um, yes. my my friend um, Michelle is also a huge Friends fan. And so, yeah, we we should uh, do some Friends trivia. super down. I'll bring it to Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little box. I'll bring it with me. We can do that while we're waiting in the hallway, right, Lauren? Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm down. I love it. All right. I I cannot tell you how much fun I just had. (laughs) I don't want to go off and do adult things and not talk about Friends. Well, we
1: get to... You can keep talking about Friends. You can put it in the DM if you have more to say. Yeah. And talk about the girls, which I do feel like is going to be a longer episode
0: considering. Do you feel, Lauren, that we made our case, though, for the three boys? Yeah. I feel like we got it. Uh, Because let this be our final opportunity to get into things we've forgotten because every episode, me and Lauren are like, shit, I just (laughs) remembered something else I wanted to say. No, I think... I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think I got got all my points
2: out. Yeah, I I know I had, like, a few thoughts prepared in advance and
0: we Mm -hmm. got to them, so that's good.
1: Oh, good. good. That's always a good feeling.
0: Yeah. All right. well, we'll see you back In two weeks for Continued Friends February. Um, Will that be after Valentine's Day? Yeah, this one comes out. Here, I'll check for you. Mm. Well, if this is before Valentine's Day. It is. I hope you have a very good Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. If you celebrate that ridiculous holiday. It
1: comes out the day before Valentine's Day.
0: Wow. Happy Valentine's Day. Or day after, sorry.
1: Find your lobster. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, that's the girl's one. Oh, that's good. Okay, this one comes out February 1st and the girls comes out February 15th.
0: Sweet. All right, I'll say it again then. <laughs> awesome. Lobsters, it. Lobsters. I'm doing the claws too. I know you can't see me, <laughs> but we were doing it together.
2: <laughs> I'll try to get oh, my camera man. fixed
0: for the next time. Yes, please. Yes, definitely. We want to see you. I'm so worried that we talked over you. I'm sorry. If oh we did. no, you didn't. You don't need to worry about me at all. Like if I have something to say, I am going to say it. If I have to scream it at the top of my lungs Good. <laughs> this out. is what I tell my students in class because we all have masks on. I'm like, yell at me like you yell at your siblings. It's exactly. fine. Scream at me. <laughs> you never have to worry about me not getting a word in. <laughs> Perfect. Love that. But well, we can't wait to talk to you again. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. This was really fun. Yeah, it yeah, was thanks. fun. I look forward to next time. Thanks for having you me. Thank too. Thank you for being, being you here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Don't copy me, Lauren. Okay. Oh, shut up. <laughs> did you start this again? <laughs> we almost made it through the whole episode. Yes, yeah, there was no fighting. You did me it very well. <laughs> Yay. Uh, hopefully no one hates me for loving Ross, but um, you can. It's fine. I didn't hold it against just, you. Just going to love him harder now. <laughs> All right. Catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Sort of Brilliant. If our sorting choices inspired any rage or excitement, we'd love to hear from you. We're open to feedback, suggestions for characters to sort, and solid counter-arguments with citations. Never forget your citations.
1: You can find us hanging out on Twitter and Instagram at sob pod, or shoot us an
0: email at sortofbrilliant at gmail and since we're not above begging, please rate and subscribe to Sort of Brilliant on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please share our posts on social media. And if you're a Gryffindor, maybe you'll inspire sorting fights among your own friend group.
1: The theme music is Hot Shot by Scott Holmes.
2: Can't wait to sort with you again next time. Bye.